Go! This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas from your favorite Cyber Santa, Chuck Kringle. Oh, who am I kidding? This is all gonna get cut by those Hebrew Grinches anyway. Humbug. And now, here's the Metal Injection Livecast. And a humbug to all of you for this very special Christmas edition of the Metal Injection Livecast. From your Jewish Grinches. That's right. It's Christmas time for the Jews. <laughs> yeah. That's the classic SNL. Anybody have Chinese food yet today? I'm going to actually meet up with my family after we record the show. We're recording a little early and have some Chinese food. This is, can I say that I've, I've, uh, I've, I've been Jewish my whole life. <laughs> and I know that Jews in general love Chinese food. This Christmas is the first I've learned that this is a Christmas thing for Jews that they do. Oh, really? Oh, you never didn't know knew that? that. Never knew it. Of course, I know that Jew, the number one thing Jews love to eat is Chinese food by far. Well, it, yeah. there's actually, uh, like, it goes back a few generations. I saw a blog post about it a few days ago, mm-hmm. in that when the Jewish immigrants first came to America, they were very much othered. And it was the only thing that was open on Christmas. And it was the only thing that was open, yeah, and they had nothing to do. And also, they bonded with Chinese people who were, you know, Buddhists, and who were also equally othered, and the neighborhoods were right next to each other. I see. And then that's what kind of started the, the tradition in New York. I was woefully ignorant of that thing, and I'm happy to know it now. So then, do Chinese people go to kosher restaurants on American New Year? <laughs> like, what's their version to give back to the Jewish community? It's just us paying money. and eating. Oh, but yeah. what money? We're the, giving them the money. How? Yeah. So they don't reinvest? No. Bloodsuckers. They give us the food. Fucking bloodsuckers. Those Chinese right? people known for being bloodsuckers, yeah. stereotypically. That's right. I'm going to be the Jewish Farrakhan and only about Chinese people now. <laughs> um, I had started. Chinese food last night. And then uh, like a term that I haven't heard in a long time. I want to see Darren if you know about it. Do you know Uh-oh. about the matzo ball? Abstinence? Oh. Uh, the matzo ball? I know what matzo balls are. No, uh, not like the ones that go in the soup, like the event, the matzo ball. I do not know. Oh, like the matzo ball, like a ball, like a dance. Is it, can it be stretched? Yeah. <laughs> different type of, different type of ball. Oh. Well, Rob knows all about the matzo ball. If it's ball. running towards the end of the night and they just want to go a little longer, <laughs> they can stretch out yeah, the ball. They, if they want to go a little past curfew, they stretch out the ball. That makes you're sense. You're close, you're close. So the matzo ball so is basically... Um, Christmas Eve uh, it's when like all the Jews go out because they know that like everyone else is celebrating Christmas so Uh they'll go to like a dance club oh and it's called the matzo ball and this is like a Jewy dance club so basically I mean it's not it's not um, advertised as like a Jewish event because I guess you can't discriminate but they hold it specifically on Christmas Eve because they know that most Christians are waiting for Santa Claus. They write all the flyers in Yiddish. Now, I might have been watching the deuce too much, but it kind of sounds like something the mafia heads of these clubs name the event on Christmas Eve. Like, hey, hey, hey Jimmy, are we going to be closed Christmas? Fuck no, we'll lose out on a night. Buddy, have one of them matzo balls or whatever. Yeah, Invite all the Jews. for fuck's sake. <laughs> fuck out of here. So I remember one year I went to it. With, like, my Jewy friends, like, after high school. And it was... What was the demo... Like, what was the age demographic? Like, 20s. And it's all just, like, Jappy kids. The ones that you wouldn't want to be around. A lot of Sephardics with chest hair popping out the tops. Exactly. Just, like, just like clubbing Jews or maybe... 
The like, second worst. Guys Jews. like the fat Jewish. Basically. <laughs> no. oh. Is that still a thing? Yeah. I just watched still... American Meme and it, it, yeah. I don't know what that is. It's a documentary on Netflix about uh, social media influencers. Oh my god, that's probably. I turned very down. Depressing. I turned down the interview. I didn't. Nah. <laughs> I don't. That was. Were you laughing at some other joke? I don't understand. What's going on. <laughs> no, he was definitely laughing at you. <laughs> Thank you. Any other uh, social media influencers listening? Give us a call. Be on the show on the special Christmas edition of the Metal Injection Livecast. 213 Wide Nut is the phone number. That's 213 943 3688. Sneak away from your family celebration. Give us a call. Yeah, or if you just need a, a break from them yelling in your ears, let us let it uh, yell in your ears. Or if they're just sticking around your house too long, maybe put the show on, clear the room, <laughs> make, make Aunt Mabel uncomfortable. It's like the reverse of stretching out the matzo balls. Yeah, tighten it up, cinch it. <laughs> tighten, tighten, up your, tighten up the cinch your sack. Ball. Cinch that sack. Be like humid air. Yeah. Just tighten up yeah. the balls. Shrinkage. Um, so we were technically supposed to start the show at 420 today. Which we did somewhere. S- somewhere. On some parallel universe. So, uh, and tomorrow I'm not training jujitsu. My school's closed and I don't, I don't have to be at work. So I texted Rob earlier today and I said, I think it would be a good idea to celebrate with, a vol- with some volcano action. Mm. So we're going to be smoking throughout the show. Well, vaping throughout the show. Today. We're going to be vaping. So if you're if you're at home and you'd like to vape along with us, please please do. <laughs> join us. And I want uh, and this should bring up the next week's episode is going to be Darren's birthday episode. Oh, and on social media this week on our Facebook page, which you could of course follow us. We post every day facebook.com slash metal injection livecast and on our Twitter at mi livecast. Uh-huh. We ask everyone what we should do. What Darren should do for every caller that calls in and wishes him a happy birthday. Kind of a live cast tradition on the show whenever it's somebody's birthday. There's some fun little harmless game. It initially started with a very harmful game where I uh, naively agreed to take a shot for every caller. And I ended up doing 20 shots in an hour and probably got alcohol poisoning at the time. Wasn't it in two hours? Couldn't have been in an hour. I feel I don't know. I think it was 17 shots. Okay. I think after in an a while, hour, and then like after that, you started like. So we had losing. to c- stop. I had to cut off. I, I remember after a while, I'm like, "Look, guys, I just can't." Uh, so after that, we kind of mellowed it out, and we we asked what people wanted to do, and explicitly on the show last week, you said you would not eat holidays. No, for every caller, because, which is uh, a very cruel thing. But I go don't. Ahead. Right. I don't. I, I don't want to. I, I'm I'm happy to play along, but I don't want to endanger my body with yeah. poisonous ingestions. Maybe what if it was if we reach a certain number of phone calls, you will eat holidays. So instead of you having twenty bites of holidays for every twenty, all twenty calls, uh, if we get twenty calls, you'll have a bite. That's I still don't want to do that. Okay, that's so disgusting. I did it once for the show. I feel like yeah. that's enough. I just feel like that way is a more <laughs> at least more practical. It is. Thank you for thinking yeah. of me. <laughs> Well, the one, I forget who it was, but the one practical one that I actually really liked and I feel is harmless yeah. is that you say a polite thing about a Yankee for yeah. every caller. And what I said yes. is you should be careful what you wish for. Why did you say that? Because I will find a way to say something shitty about each one in a polite way. <laughs> and that's what's going to happen. I think that could still be funny. Yeah, I will definitely enjoy that. Okay. Now, here's the question. Do you decide for each call which Yankee you're saying something about or just the caller? No, I will write a whole list. Okay. And then you can pick from them. 
Which oh, one like do you want to hear? I like it. Okay. Maybe you could post the list in the Discord next week so the callers could have yeah, it in front of they can Wait, are, do you want us to pick or the caller to pick? Whatever. Doesn't I feel matter. like post it in the Discord, and that way if the caller wants to pick, they can. Otherwise, okay. it could default to us. Or it could us. just be a number from, you know, 1 to 20. Oh, I like that even better. Yes, <laughs> random number. Yeah. Speaking then. of that, uh, do we have anything to give away? I remember we were talking about it. I told you I had a game. Oh, uh, yeah. A very small game. I mean, it's Christmas. Let's. Uh, I think we should. I give mean, away. I have that Mad Dog Chris Russo thing that I'd really like to yeah. give away. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> to should an we American... also autograph it? I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good job by you, Chris. I mean, Sid. <laughs> Thank you. That's the vape. You're going to be hearing that throughout the night. Not sure if it's been picked up. Picked up. I want to mention too, Noah. You have the standard bag. I, invest, I should You be more respectful of Noah's bag. It's not standard. It's wonderful. I bought, Thank you, I bought these insane, like, comical, extra-large bags. I've, yes, I've tried them. Yeah. I'll bring, I'll bring one over Does Bobka sleep in them when you're not using them? <laughs> oh, it is erect. The bag is erect. I mean, I think that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty large. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It could always, always be larger. That's all I'm saying. Stretch it. And in a way, it's more efficient because it's less downtime for the weed to be uh, baking in that holder. Maybe you should turn the temperature down. You control the temperature? Yeah. Right there. No, it should be between six and seven. Let's he depressed his immune system with pot. <laughs> 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 Rob's going to be patient zero of a new H- HIV outbreak because of this. That's not, that's not funny. That's that's a little too far. Okay, let's let's not. Guess. There you go. <laughs> I had a, a pretty big weed emergency, actually. What happened? Um, hold on, let me take another vape. <laughs> G- oh. Give out the number, somebody. Two one three wide nut is the number. Two one three nine four three three six eight eight. Oh Very god good. damn it! I knew you were going to excellent. Do that. Uh, yeah, Got so any weed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you you put together that volcano and didn't put the weed in? This was Noah's weed, actually. Oh, my God. Well, this was weed I gave Noah many moons ago, so it's like... The reserves, you know, like when you get to the E on the on the oil tank. Uh. <laughs> this is this what the is, hell, man? What was your contact not selling during the Christmas season? Or Can something? you believe it? What, what kind of business person? What was your emergency? <laughs> well, the emergency was I was expe- like we made plans without getting in too specific. Uh, made plans uh, on Monday, which was Christmas Eve, to uh, for me to acquire stuff and I was going to purchase a good amount so I would be set throughout the holidays and also I was running dangerously low which I typically if I have like a week's worth of weed left that's when I go and buy new uh, new stuff to avoid a, such an emergency yes I never I never want to be in a situation where I need to start rationing my weed what fun is that I'm an adult and uh, uh, so, but anyway, that's kind of what happened. Like, I paced it out so that I would have just enough so that when he was to, or she, they, were to come on Monday, uh, I would have been fine. And then guess what happened? Hold on a second. Uh, Lovely is your drug dealer? Well, I was going to no, ask you. No, you have kidding. a gender fluid, like, why? You I don't want to gender this, this person to t- tip off the feds. Were well, they going to narrow it down to 51% of the exactly. human Exactly. That's already, that's already a big tip. Okay. Plus, they live in New York. That's even less. 
right. <laughs> oh, no, I gave that away. <laughs> but anyway, they blow me off. <laughs> can, oh, it's Christmas. I, I can't, whatever. And I'm like, you can't. But, but sir, it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> Did you offer to go to them? Yeah, it just, it just like, it couldn't happen. It, it, it was not happening. And uh, so then I'm, like, in this weird position of, like, calling, like, texting and calling and, and communicating with uh, all my backup contacts, which I'm already feeling, like, you know, kind of weird about that. And by the way, yeah. for all of you that live in a legal state, like, Fuck you. how dare you? Like, <laughs> and how dare the New York government for putting me through this? Like, just give me the fucking drugs. How about all the, like, your quote unquote backup contacts that now listen to the show yeah. and know <laughs> that they're the backup go to? Well, you're... they already know because I, I haven't reached, like, this guy is my go to. Like, fucking Rob doesn't even yeah. send me a text to say happy, happy birthday. Did you say Merry Christmas? Uh, it was a very out. polite text and it was very, like, hey, you wouldn't happen to be around right now. I, I you know, something like that. Yeah, I'm sure it's polite, but now they know the truth. <laughs> well, I'm none of pop- <laughs> God, none of them came through, so they can go <laughs> fuck themselves. No, I love you. I, I love all of you. Sure, right. you're all doing a huge service right. Yeah, right, to the right, world. Right, 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 right. But uh, I, I rob his huge pot tits. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice. I, nah, it's, it's an old it's job. Not nice. And it's, outda- mind, it's an outdated drop. I in used my to have mind, pot. when you say that, I don't think pot like weed. I think like pot stickers. Oh, so he's got like just dumplings hanging off of his oh. chest. I think of like <laughs> pots for plants. Yeah, uh, the pendulous bosoms of Robert Pasbani. And thankfully, <laughs> and <laughs> thankfully, Axel Rosenberg. Oh, total mensch. I figured, you know, who who of my friends do I well know? Well prepared for this holiday. And that, I get, that probably isn't doing anything. So again, oh. it narr- narrows it down to just the Jews. Because it was Christmas <laughs> Eve. It was just Christmas Eve at this point. You know, like it's nighttime. <laughs> and, I, and in a way, I'm a, I'm a little like, come on, Rob. You can't go a night without weed. And it's like, it's not that I can. It's just I don't want to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But thankfully, the Jew crew came through. Oh, that's good. Oh. And uh, he he he, uh, he let me get a bit of weed that got me through till getting to this podcast where I'm now vaping. Bless you, Noah. How's he doing? How's Axel doing? It's been a while yeah, since I we was heard thinking, from him. Why didn't we invite him for today's show? Yeah, oh, that's a good question. We should have him back now. He, he he's, he's within a much closer vicinity yeah. to the studio. We know he's not doing anything. Being Jewish, yeah. And just not having many friends in general. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, we have a caller. Let's take a call. Five six two. You're on the live cast. Hey, it's Duderino. Hey. Merry Christmas from California. I'm currently swimming in my vault of weed nugs at like Scrooge McDuck. So <laughs> nice. I'm just enjoying myself here. <laughs> I really did have a moment of like, man, this is like the one time that I'm like, it would rule to live in LA <laughs> or like in California, really any legal state, but LA in specific is what I thought of. <laughs> I just went to the dispensary like two days ago, and even still, the lines were like super long in there. So uh, everyone's either just trying to get prepared or just stock up. Right, but I mean, there's other ways to get. You can get the uh, delivery service, right? There's like a Uber for weed, but I guess there I guess is? that's probably pricier. Yeah, what's it called? Eh, I can go there faster. What's How the fast Uber do you go weed? through like an ounce? Uh, I'm not. I, it's just like private services. You could go like there's a an app, Weed Maps. 
His name is Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and it kind of tells you where, which services are in your area and all that. Your driver is down by the underpass. Yeah. <laughs> it's very it's very legit in uh, legal states, which, again, it's just like it he should. He comes with a bag that's half empty. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it should just be legal everywhere. It's, it should be legal. In, like, it's absurd that it's not legal in New York specifically, since we're such a quote-unquote progressive state. Yeah, but we're attached to upstate New York, which is like northern Kentucky. Oh, my. Yes. Yeah. But the ridiculous the thing problem. is that's where they'd be growing the weed. Yeah. Well. So, like, they could they stand to probably do better with it than we would. Yeah. You think they just want to catch Yeah, and, and also, though, I feel like Republicans are, like, there's, most Republicans are also for weed. It is a by partisan issue like something like 65 percent of the country is for it yeah but the wasn't there a recent farm bill that trump was trying to pass through that would have potentially legalized like it, it did uh, pass hemp. through hemp. yeah hemp is now like legal, is now legal uh, well it was haggled down because it was supposed to also include weed and it didn't and it only included hemp because oh they I, yeah because i feel like get another chance i mean this is the closest it's ever gotten yeah i think well, yeah like we're on the brink i feel and also trump seems indifferent about weed like obviously <laughs> pence clearly yeah i know he kicked sessions out thank fuck oh that was the thing that i was i was so happy about with, with that is that at least now like we legalization on the state level wouldn't be fucked with right uh well maybe. and jeff sessions is you know like evil incarnate but beyond that mm-hmm. my weed <laughs> uh by the way i also want to mention a uh, quick aside Noah, you mentioned that you got a new carpet uh, here in the studio, and that Bruno christened it almost immediately with pee and poop. And, uh, <laughs> it already. <laughs> and uh, uh, Bobka has not been able to leave that little, <laughs> that oh, little part of the thing. So there's basically like squares on it with uh, different designs, and she's walking in a circle over the one that Bruno peed on. Yeah, like she all- knows. You uh, better hope she doesn't do it next. <laughs> Probably just like rolling around in it to get his scent mm. on her. She she hasn't had any accidents in like a really long time. So Don't jinx I, it. I think she's pretty house trained. But also, I don't know that that would be considered an accident if she's doing it on purpose. Uh, it's true. It's like, oh, it smells like it's okay to do it here because I smell poop. So well, like, but we're here. she's co- hour and forty five minutes in the show. There's yeah, nothing. we'll see. Yeah. But she's cognizant of when she's <laughs> indoors. I feel like as opposed to. But yeah, Darren, what's this game you got? I don't know. I feel like you'll get it way too easily. I wanted to. Uh, yeah, you're oh. too much of a ringer. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Maybe not because it's All not right. really show related. It's like very tangentially show related. But yeah, we, we've also I just given like competition. Don't even give a shit about Chris Russo gear or anything. <laughs> All right. Well, let's all, let someone else play. Let's let our next our next guest play. Our next caller. All right, Duderino. Right, Merry Sorry. Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Hey, you have a good one, guys. Right. You can't oh. do one. Why not? Okay. He's allowed. Yeah, he's allowed. It was so nice. I was looking through uh, old pictures from the radio station, and I really wanted to post them, like post more pictures for like our 10th anniversary, but I just couldn't find any more. Uh, and just like seeing pictures of Eric and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Eric would have been great on this show. Yeah. <clears throat> the other reason I think weed is not legal here is the, like, tobacco lobby. Like, they see it as competition. Yeah, I never un- I never understood that just because wouldn't tobacco companies be, like, 
best suited to pursue. Yeah, they have the infrastructure. Exactly. They just like, jump right into it. But they don't have they have the resources to create the infrastructure, but I don't think they it would be ready to roll out like yeah. the second weed is legal and then they're right. gonna they lo- they the see themselves as losing money to yeah. to weed in that time. Well, I feel like in general tobacco is taking a big hit. Like, yes. tobacco- aren't they like buying up vape companies right now? Isn't that what like Philip Morris has just bought a couple of big vape brands? Mm. Yeah, I believe that because so that's just they'll just do the same thing with weed companies. Yeah. Well, now that the core corporations are coming in, I've, I've, I feel like we've talked about this a bit on the show. It's like it's actually a very fucked up situation because all the the like uh, advocates for pro legalization that have been on the ground fighting like for the last 30, 40 years and like the farmers that have been growing and risking their lives essentially to for something that they're passionate about. They're kind of getting pushed out of the industry because they're creating all of these licenses that you need to buy and all of these uh, all of this bureaucracy around it that kind of prices. The well, what did they, man out. What, what did they like think that. was going to happen when it got legalized? Yeah, I mean, well, does that make it right? Also, they spent their lives doing something that was technically against the law. I have no sympathy. I'm sorry. Oh wow, what a hard you got to reap. You got to reap the benefits when other people didn't want to do it because they didn't want to go to jail. (coughs) Congratulations, you had your time. It's legal now. This is what happens. Sorry. Okay. Why are they owed any kind of anything? It's not about because if it was about what's happening. Which and is that large corporations don't really give room for like a smaller guy. But that's yeah. everything, and that's okay. That's wrong. So that's wrong too. I yeah. just don't know. Uh, in, in my scale <laughs> like, what are of you giving a shit here? about large corporations, what they do on the weed market is like below zero. That's mm-hmm. all I do not connected, give a shit. though. I mean, like that's that's how workers get fucked in every. Yeah, it's yeah. it's regard. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a problem with every. So maybe if you can like challenge this one that's like coming to fruition right now. Hey. Then you can challenge it uh-uh. in other ways. Good luck with that. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Well, I don't, I'm not saying that it's very likely to happen. I agree with you on that. I just don't think it's like we should be that like cold-hearted to people that are, deserve the share of the profits that they helped create. They've been know? getting all the profits for this whole time while they were operating illegally in the corporations. So they should continue to. Why? Because fuck corporations. Why shouldn't sure, they be allowed but the right also to do fuck it legally? Them. Why fuck them? They Why were not? providing the service for people. I say fuck everybody, so they're within okay. that. They're under that umbrella. All right, but besides that, <laughs> they did illegal shit. So now finally they get a consequence. But, but the illegal shit was immorally illegal. Like, don't you like, yeah, like it slavery was, it was legal at one point? You know. Yeah. So like, should like by your logic, fuck people who freed slaves while it was illegal, right? Because it was illegal. They're they all should... dead now anyway. What do I? Care? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm talking about real life right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just I don't I only have so much sympathy to give out and pot farmers. I, did, I didn't realize there was a limited amount. Of For sympathy. me, there is and in pot farmers. <laughs> a very I'm sorry. Amount I'm sorry. Of symp- it's, yeah. not, it's like a level in a video clo- game. The pay window is closed for the pot farmers. <laughs> well, not for me. All right. And, well, of and, course not for you. And one thing I think that's really cool about the New York legalization is a big part of it, or at least what they're saying right now, because it's it's a really big topic and it's going to be on the top of the agenda for the state legislature in 2019 here in New York, because it's just a, like, in this last election Democrats 
overwhelmingly won and all the like conservatives got pushed out of the state legislature, which was kind of holding back the legalization. And one of the things that the uh, architects of the bill are are putting in there is like essentially reparations for black mm-hmm. people for getting arrested, uh, you know, uh, at a higher ratio for these sort of crimes than white people. Do you okay, have sympathy for those black people or no? Because they were also I'm OK with them getting reparations. Oh, but they broke the laws. Why don't you say fuck them? They, but they got caught. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't that the point? They're getting reparations because they were yeah, disproportionately right, they got arrested. Caught. Right. So they already paid their fine. But they were doing something illegal at the time. And they paid for it. Okay. I'm talking about the pot farmers that just did it and didn't go to jail. Oh. How do you know they didn't go to jail? Because wouldn't they have had to stop doing it then if they were arrested? Maybe they did stop and then like started again after they were arrested. Hmm. How long were they in jail for? I don't know. It's, I, I'm going to have to take that on a case-by-case <laughs> case basis. Okay. Well, I think that's a, that I like that it's a big part of it, and they want to ensure that those communities mm. could get access to licenses. And the best part about it, uh, to me, is that they're not going to make they're not going to make they're considering not making smoking in public illegal or or like certain areas where where it would be designated legal explicitly because it is illegal to smoke inside public housing. So the argument is it would be unfair to the poor if you legalize pot and they had nowhere to smoke it legally. Can I just also say that there's no, like, all right, the premise behind smoking cigarettes being uh, restricted outside, uh, to Mm -hmm. outside, is because we, I mean, cigarettes are proven to be harmful yeah. to people. Yes. Right? Secondhand smoke. So yes. that would be, that would, doesn't apply to weed because it's not I, I would say anymore. I would agree with you, but there is also an argument to be made that there also hasn't been enough research done because it's been a class A drug mm-hmm. to determine that. But ultimately, yeah, like I'm with you, but but the other side of the argument too is also just it stinks, what, it stinks and right. it's like a public news. Like people would be at a park with their kids. Yeah. They don't want to be smelling pot. Right. So you I have to so do I it. Could see, I could see that side of the argument. Like, you know, think of the children, whatever. Tell me the last time you went to a public park and you didn't smell pot. Come on. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's not like that's just now going to become an yeah. issue. But I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I would love if it would be like Amsterdam and there would be pot bars like that. That would cause me to be so much more social than I am. And I, I never want to go out. It would make me so much more likely to want to go out and hang out with people. And like, hey, let's go hang out. Yeah, and but get- who would want to hang out with you there, though, yeah. out of your people that you would really want to hang out with? Just me. So all my friends, are, I have other friends that smoke pot. But don't you just hang out with them anyway now? No. Smoke pot? No. Because it's like. <laughs> you both have homes. Like, right. why do you need a. I'm not, I don't want to go to another person's home to get high and watch TV. I can do that here. So then do it here and have them come to you. They feel the same way. No. I don't know. Just, so, wait, just so, do a shotgun on Babka. That's so why would you go to the bars, though? Like, I feel like you'd just be as lazy. You'd be like, to leave the house, like, oh, I need an excuse to leave the house. But then, but, but then I don't. Want, but I don't want to just go to another house. Why? Because then I, I could just be in my own house. But isn't a bar technically oh. also kind of a house? No, it's a bar. It's like the same logic as your as Sid's uh, weed yeah. farmer thing. Yeah. Somehow, slightly different. I'm giving back to the community. <laughs> I don't know how. But I'm enriching the community. I'm paying you for the weed. You haven't done any of that. Also, yet. also these ten, these. <laughs> What you these bars, these bars would have food. It'd be like you know, just go to a restaurant, but, but also you'd, getting high. You'd go once. You'd be like, oh, their milk frother is way worse than mine. I'm fucking. I'm just staying home. You know, I have stopped 
purchasing <laughs> like lattes and any sort of coffee on the go. That's actually Rob's milk frother, yeah, not is. his bong. Yeah, you're, you're hearing. <laughs> he put he pours my lattes. My into milk his frother now. sounds like like the apocalypse is happening. It's it's wow. so weirdly loud. <laughs> well, you in general are weirdly loud, so I'd assume all your appliances just that's to keep fair. up. That's there fair. it is. <laughs> that, that is that's pretty close. Yeah, I'd be all for pot bars. And Milk's I think done. And I feel like if I if I <laughs> if I had to retire, I would open up a pot bar. That that could be a business I could I could run. I'd know a thing or two about. Okay. If you retire, that means you don't want to work anymore. Right. Well, you know, I I wouldn't be there all the time. I would I would just you know. I just know you'd probably go a couple of times, then you'd be like, Yeah, it's too crowded here. I could just do this at home, and then you would stay at home. So, like, there's no reason to bring you know flowers to Brooklyn. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, because then there'd be like a seamless for weed, and you would just order. You well, order I, I imagine that would be yeah. there anyway, like yeah. the Uber for weed. Yeah, and then that's it. You that would be all you ever use. I do think about that, like with with the legal states. You know, there's all these dispensaries. Are they all getting? They're not all getting the same supplies. So, are there some places that have better? Price is better. Quality, you know, you got to really shop around. I'm sure. I th- I feel like you're well equipped <laughs> to, to do, do to do that. Yeah, I think you'll be good. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's like a new. You know how uh, when Colorado legalized weed, they had a full time weed critic. Maybe uh-huh. this is my next career: weed criticism. Well, didn't we discuss that when we talked about that story like two three years ago? A weed cricket. <laughs> <laughs> You know what they need to do? They need to combine like the weed delivery app with WAG. So then the someone could just show out. up to your apartment, take your dog, hand you a joint, and be like, all right, I'll see you in 10 minutes, and we could switch back. Do they make twice as much money? Yeah, oh, at man. least. I'm for it. Yeah. Yeah, actually. And you never have to leave your apartment. I like walking the dog. It's very... But uh, wouldn't you rather have weed delivered to you, and then you could just hang out and do that instead? No, I like getting high and then going on a walk. Hmm. Then maybe you could do the, you could be the wag guy. No, I just like walking my dog. Oh, walk and at least seventy five percent of the time, you come back with your dog. <laughs> <laughs> and the percentage increases with each walk. Right. <laughs> Great. <laughs> at this point, though, she knows where home is. I, I I've I've uh, worried about this. You think so? so? Yeah. Test it out. See if she <laughs> let her out the door and see if she goes to your house. Bruno well, no, she would just run right back in because he had Bruno oh. and Noah right here. But I see. Uh, I do think if, yeah. There is the danger, though, you know, there's streets to cross. Right. Yeah, very thick one, too. We'll just uh, alert why? everyone in the neighborhood that we're doing an experiment. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, also, I've been trying to uh, train her to stop at crosswalks, which she's kind of getting better at, like identifying the end of the block. So I would hope that if such a, a situation were to occur... She would just run to the end of the block and then stop until she gets the cue from me. Is it a real bone she's gnawing on there? Oh, it's a, like a toy bone. Oh wow, that's so metal. Oh, and that's how Bruno's. appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> she loves to gnaw. It's a metal Christmas with metal songs. <laughs> Did you say metal croissants? Two metal, metal beats. songs. Oh my god. <laughs> the great Christopher Lee. He writes Christmas songs to a metal beat. There's never been a more appropriate hashtag RIP a legend. 
Christopher he, Lee. He was never a legend until we immortalized well, him. Well, yeah. you're welcome, Christopher. Yes. Now he's a legend. Yeah. Those <laughs> fucking Hammer films, whatever. Garbage. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. <laughs> um, there is a really fun, uh, like, I heard a Lemmy. I think oh. it's like Lemmy and Dave Grohl do Run, Rudolph, Run. Really? It's actually pretty fun. We need another one of these. Could you, for uh, like a Mazda commercial or something? No, it was a metal Christmas compilation. <laughs> We're down in Louisiana, down in New Orleans. All of overrated, you know you're the mastermind. Billy Gibbons, too. Don't mind that Nazi memorabilia on my wall. Everyone come to the jingle ball. <laughs> this is not Lemmy at his best. That's it sounds like he's choking on his own blood. Like, was this <laughs> recorded like as he was dying? This was at, at the at latter part of his <laughs> career. It's like, like he's a gurgling. Yeah, what is? That's, he's not well in this. <laughs> he's on life support. Um, he's like, like grasping for air. Please give yeah. me my oxygen tank. And they're just like, oh, that's part of the song. Yeah, Everyone, yeah. no one knows what to do. Auto tune, make it work. Or maybe the reason why he did that is because they promised to give him an oxygen tank, oh. and he did. Oh. <laughs> I just thought he he was dying and couldn't alert anybody. Ew. And they thought it was the, the lyrics. Because <laughs> no one can make out what the fuck he's Yeah, saying. right? Uh, there were... I, I also like this one drummer who added... Nick Menza? Oh, he's dead. Rest no. in peace. But he added Blast Beat to... Uh, <laughs> It's the most wonderful time. <laughs> I, I am 100% I sincerely all for it. I really like, like, there should be more of this. I agree. Are there any bands where it's just like a metal singer and metal drums? Have they done that yet? Well, this isn't metal. Thing. I know, but like, what if there was? Uh, there, there was one. Uh, this just accentuates the awfulness of both things I'm listening to, which Correct. in their normal I, habitat, I, I think they're perfectly fine. But like, paired with these vocals, this drumming sounds horrible. And paired with the Disagreed. drums, the vocals sound horrible. Disagreed. Oh. No, I, I, I kind of lean towards what you're saying. There. Yeah. It's cool. just not like I feel like neither thing is as good as what it is without doing that. You know what it is? It don't fucking matter. It don't <laughs> fucking. <laughs> uh, there. So then somebody it don't fucking match. Basically, did a death metal version of Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas." Oh, this should be great. Actually, <laughs> I do think it's very well done. Okay. <laughs> That's what you were saying, Noah. 
<laughs> this is hilarious. I love this. Great. Yeah, this guy, uh, Andy Rafelt. He does really, really good uh, mash. And I recommend looking this up on Metal Injection. Just do a search for Mariah Carey. There's not a lot of Metal Injection posts about Mariah Carey because he also syncs it up with a live concert that she did performing the song. All right. You hear that? Huh? Let's hear that. Well, no, no, no. But like the video footage is from the live oh, concert. Oh, I thought you meant. And the audio is this. So yeah. it look. It kind of looks like she's doing the death metal. Oh. This shit don't fucking match. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was also a like a Metallica mashup. I think uh, they did for whom the bell tolls with like with Wait, like what? a what? The bell for tolls. whom the bell tolls. Excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. I've been doing vape hits, Sid. You have bell toes. You should go see the podiatrist. <laughs> it toes for the. <laughs> no, it gets towed. The bell gets towed because it's right. illegally parked. I see. No, your big toe looks like a Liberty Bell. <laughs> Got to crack it in everything. Oh, this is DJ Cumberbund. He does. What? This is the mashup what? artist. Cumberbund. It's like Carol of the Bells and For Whom the Bell Tolls mashed up. That was that was the weakest of the three. I will. I, I will, will go toe to toe with a shoulder to shoulder. I will go bell toe to bell toe with. Her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you son of, of bitches! Hashtag RIP. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> and I believe there was a Christmas grind album we. A whole them. album of grind Christmas covers. Christmas songs. Of Christmas covers. To a Christmas beat. <laughs> uh, oh, it's a black metal oh. cover album. Let's hear some of these. <laughs> Jingle bells. Alright. I'm not, not, not taking it. It works. 
I think what I like about like all the other ones, with the exception to the last one, is that they make an effort to make it unique, whereas the other one just like took the two songs. Yeah, and yeah. Just, like, yeah I together. can hear that. Let's hear. Let's hear a few more. I'll come be faithful. Uh, well, what does that sound like in real life? Oh, you know, <laughs> I guess. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. I think this is pretty brutal right here. Sounds exactly. Is this not the, still the first song? No. It sounds exactly it the same. It just sounds like. Here's Joy to the World. Well, one, I'm sure it's the same. It's one 30 minute track. The music is the same for all of these. Come on. That Have you listened to black metal? Not much. <laughs> oh, I guess okay. for this reason. Alright, just a little bit. <laughs> they slow this one down. It's good to see Dave Hill still keeping busy. <laughs> the next one. That was Grim Christmas. <laughs> Anyone remember this? I just wanted to know if anyone could hear the difference. This is better. That was Noah's theme. For a while, whenever Noah said anything, I was playing that. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. What Don't ever apologize for playing my old theme song. <laughs> Do you still have that certificate? Uh, I think I do. Nice. I think it's it might be in a box somewhere over there. That would be an awesome giveaway item one day. Or I'm an not auction. giving away my certificate. Auction? You want to auction it? A copy of it? Hey, there you go. Okay. I have a second game if you want to play two games today. Well, we have we played the first one yet? No. Yeah. Corn doing jingle bells. Two one three wide nut. Wait, yeah. Hold on. What's first of all? We should explain what the game is. Mm-hmm. I don't think we actually uh, I just have a clip to play and you have to identify something about it. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay, and then you get something from us. Yeah, it's no rush. 213 wide nut. That's 213 943 3688. 3688. 3688. Hey, hey. Kind of trails off. Rob has a speech impediment. He can't say eight. Uh, Danger esque plan said, Here we go. LMAO. Now the certificate is Nikki Glazer approved. Oh, yeah. Is that true? Okay, this I I'm can't. sure she would approve it. Yes. There we go. So some crisp some Christmas songs. <laughs> <laughs> Any Hanukkah songs put to a metal beat? There yeah. was a band that did a whole album of Hanukkah. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a request to chat. <laughs> <laughs> Gods of Fire. I think we might have had one of them call into the show once. How many Hanukkah songs are there even? Um, dreidel, dreidel, I think dreidel. they made a few, like because one of them is oh. is called the Quest for Latka Oil. Is that <laughs> fucking dumb? I Adam made latkes Sandler this song? morning. Did you? How they come out? So good. I mean, how do you mess up? Any left? I'm just gonna. No, sorry. <laughs> but I use parsnip in it. Oh. instead of potato. No, oh. potato, parsnip, and chives. Oh, uh, I, I like to also dump a ton of garlic in. Now, this is a real song. This is that band, Gods of Fire. I feel like 
you would see these guys on like a club on Long Island or yes. something, like a small bar on Long Island. They're from Long Island. <laughs> Opening up for Fozzie, perhaps? Or Virgin Steel. <laughs> yeah. I fell into the uh, burning gods of fire. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, it burn, burn, burn. The guy from Jackal? <laughs> no. No, this was called Hanukkah Gone Metal. Oh, God. Well, it's the same band. Same album. I think I saw these guys tour with Symphony X. Yep, they would. That sounds like Joey Belladonna. Hold on. Guilt is not mystical treasure. It's fucking chocolate candy. All right. I'm curious what the quest for Lock I want to know what the seventh uh, day of Hanukkah is. <laughs> well, he has building to something. Can't leave me hanging yet. I, I skipped it up. You got a Steel Panther t-shirt, that thing. Well, it should be all socks. That oh, would be the joke. A cock sock. <laughs> God. Yeah, this is rough. Uh oh. Will you still call me Superman? <laughs> oh my God. No. <laughs> That's I think Israeli guy is really enjoying this content right now. This we should, oh, we should say that we have one of his green mis- mystery fruits. That's right. I guess now's a good time to sample. Mystery fruit was Rob's nickname in high school. <laughs> well, there was no mystery. <laughs> so you got to say it a little more uh, flamboyantly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Stereotype. Uh, <laughs> what? Such a song. That's like the absurdity of this entire moment. Is there a song about the Hanukkah bush? Anywhere. I want to hear the quest for the lock bar. Like, Ironically, the- Hanukkah Bush was mine. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Also, no mystery there. <laughs> Someone wants us to do a running commentary of each crazy night. I would be totally for that because I never saw that movie because it looked so terrible. Yeah. It's not like a good movie to shit on. Let's do it. I'm around. This, is a, this band is clearly very inspired by Dio. There's I, been a lot of Dio riffs. So they should die, like he did, <laughs> if they really want to follow through. I was actually going to say uh, that I watched a little bit of Pixels. Oh, no. Sandler. That? Oh, that looks even worse. Yeah. Yeah. No, that I saw about 15 minutes of it. And that was all you could take? It's probably some, among the worst 15 minutes of any movie I've ever did seen. Did you watch from the beginning or just no, like random? It was on okay. TV, and I was mm. flipping around, and I said... I'm going to torture myself it's, for the next quarter hour. Who else? It's Josh Gad, right? Right. And Adam Sandler. And mm-hmm. some uh, like younger actress that's in a lot of things that I don't know her name. Uh, and oh, and um, the fuck is the, uh, the guy? The these the uh, Vin Diesel, the smaller guy from 
Game of Thrones. I don't want to say midget. Oh, uh, oh Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Why couldn't I bring his name up? He's in it. Why is he in it? He's like, oh. he, well, I think I know why. I can tell you in the movie he plays, <laughs> basically plays Billy Mitchell, the Donkey Kong King of, oh, know, okay. and he kind of looks like that guy. Okay. So I bet you they cast him because of that. Oh, this is a Chris Columbus film. It was written by Tim Hurley. Yeah. I guess that's all the Adam Sandler repertory people now, basically. But, oh, and geez. Kevin James yeah, oh, well, of course. is the president of the United States. <laughs> all right, well, uh, post-apocalyptic. Yeah. I want to mention that Israeli guy sent us a holiday gift. Yes. All right. Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever. Ha- Hanukkah, Esrogim, we're about to eat. <laughs> and uh, it was... Esrogim. It was, oh, sorry. It was fruit. And uh, one of the fruit is a fruit that I've never seen before, which was a green grapefruit. <laughs> what is so funny? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. Noah's, Estro, Noah's, we're still on Estrogeme. Noah's been vaping. <laughs> Noah's high as shit right now. Sid is laughing, too. I'm laughing. He's laughing at you laughing, <laughs> Remind though. me what Estrogeme is. It's like, uh, what is it, Passover or one of these dumb holidays? Isn't it they, like... Like these, like, like prunes or something. Right, right. Line. But I'm t- like one of the dumb holidays. I don't remember which one oh. it is. You're supposed to carry around this fucking dumb lemon, and I don't even know what Isn't you that, do with it. Sukkot. Yeah, See, I think it's yeah. I think it's Sukkot. Sukkot. Yeah, that's right. I always You build a little hut to eat dinner in, and you carry a fucking dumbass lemon around with you. Oh, I didn't know that the lemon was the esrogim. The esrogim is the lemon. That's their word for. uh, (laughs) And then, so you just have to like have it in your pocket or something. I don't know what you do. Daily like task. No, because it has to be out. I think because whenever I go like to my mother's neighborhood and I walk through King's Highway, these. Dumbasses are walking around with lemons all day. Uh, lemons oh, yeah. and bamboo sticks. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. and they have a stick. It's like a, a like a, a shaft of wheat or something. I think and it's a bamboo stick. They smack themselves with it, and then they have the fucking. And then they, I don't know what they do with the lemon, but they have both of these things out, and then they post people on each corner, and they go, "You Jewish? Are you Jewish?" And if you say dumb enough to yeah. say ex- yes, ex- one correction, Darren. Men, they don't right, ask right, women. Right. You're right. You can't like. Oh well, I don't know. Women. I never knew that they did that, but I know they asked me because I'm a man. But I, yeah. I guess yeah, they probably they don't do anything with women. See, I've seen that, but it's only with candles. I've never seen it while they're brandishing oh, yeah. lemons. Yeah. Lemons. Yeah. Well, the thing is, by the way, etrogim is uh, plural, so it's like etrog. I think is the is what it's called. Isn't that a bad guy in like uh, Street Fighter? <laughs> it's Balrog. Oh, all right. I didn't know he was Jewish. <laughs> Interesting. He was the. You had to fly oh, to Israel to fight him. Okay, so uh, Rob ooh. just. Uh, it's very aromatic. Open. Let's eat these balrogim. So this is this is. This, I looked it up. Yellow. It's a oro blanco. Oro blanco. You have an oro blanco. That's two more. Uh, that's two more street fighter guys. Oro and blanca. Oro blanco, uh, which is uh, white gold or sweetie. So Texas tea, as they call it. Or, or what? Oh, Texas tea. Yeah, white gold, Texas tea. Oh, wait. Uh, it's that's an old reference. Yeah. It's a cross between a diploid, a sit, acidless, a sidless. It's a sidless. I'm, I'm uh, reading it. Hurry! It's a sidless <laughs> fruit and a seedy. What? I don't. Okay. A you know what? It's rock. not cynical at all. <laughs> oh, there for fuck's sake! Be very few seeds. Use your microphone voice. Don't cut your finger off, by the way. It has a very thick shell. Mm. Yeah, it really does. Shell. 
Do you think it's because it's been sitting around for two weeks? We, is this like supposed to be eaten in that way, or is it like you accent? Is it supposed to be eaten at all? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be sweet. Make a Could smoothie. Like Why do I have to go first? You go first. Like pass it around everyone. Right, no, go first. Unpeeled it for you. Uh, a little bit. Nice. Could be like fucking uh, hemlock or something. What do mm. we know? He doesn't know it's anything. It's really good. She's Israeli, so she's immune to whatever poison is in there. <laughs> this, believe me, Sid. This is safer than the airport. Or airport food. Scared. What if he doesn't like my comments about Palestinians and gave me like a poison? But we're all eating the same You're all along for the ride. do that. How do you know? Thank you. Well, I still like you, Israeli guy. He would just call and argue. That's that's the Israeli way, not to poison somebody. Well, Mm. maybe the Israeli (laughs) civilian way. Shut up. (laughs) I'm not a Palestinian, though, to be fair. It's fine, I suppose. It's really good. A lot of pits. Send us pitless estrogen next time, please. <laughs> yeah, it makes the show go by faster. <laughs> Rob, stop it. Yeah. Rob is very focused right now. I know if I bite into it, the juice is just going to yeah. get on the board, so I'm trying to avoid that. Mmm. Sure, so we're just gonna be <laughs> silently eating grapefruit now for the next half oh, hour. I gave my commentary. Yeah, that's <laughs> very good. Very good. I think Bobka wants some. I don't know that that's a good idea. She doesn't like fruit. She doesn't respond well to fruit. <laughs> I'm just gonna withhold comment. Come on. <laughs> 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 It's too hard to peel off the fucking thing. I don't want to eat it. The like skin a is very, ape. very hard. Yeah, it's very thick there skin. Yeah. Are I supposed to eat the skin? No, it's probably very bitter. Yeah. I dare one of you to bite into it, Rob. Pass. No, <laughs> Thank you, Israeli guy. Very nice. Nice gift. Weren't there a bunch of different kinds of? Uh, I brought the, he brought there were oranges and uh, traditional grapefruit. I would have preferred well. like some hummus. Listen to you. Some what? Can turn him back. Uh, hummus. Oh yeah. <laughs> you say it exactly like you're supposed to. Yeah. I'm trying hummus. to be respectful to you. No, it's hummus. No, it's not. Hummus. No, Sid. Hummus. Hummus was the uh, it was the that soil stuff that you know that you. Hummets? No, no, no. Like, like humus. Oh. <laughs> what? That's a thing, like a type of dirt that plants grow in. I think you're humus. thinking of humorist. Oh. Hubris? That's <laughs> Dave, Dave Barry. He does come grow in the dirt. A humorist is a comedy writer that's not funny. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you write jokes? No, I'm a humorist. I write wit. Yeah. It's like a spoken word artist. But I don't get it. Yes, that's the point. Mm. Oh. Woo. There is a bitter aftertaste, though, I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really sticks with you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe this was the... This is the cyanide. This is what it tastes like before you die. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, holodietz. <laughs> what if this is holodietz? <laughs> In fruit form. Disguised as a grapefruit. <laughs> yeah. 
Wouldn't Ooh, that just that be is jello? Really tart at the end. Isn't Holodiets in fruit form just like jello? That's fair. <laughs> I mean, really. Are you okay? It's like... You ODing on green grapefruit? It like really uh, sitting there in my stomach. How much of it did you have? As much as you did. Are you going to have an ulcer? Maybe. Um, anyway. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about Kevin Spacey? Oh, yeah. Uh, what yeah. Do we have to? He's very strange and got yeah. stranger. That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. I actually didn't watch the video he put out because I wanted to hear it for the first time live on air. I heard it. Were you a fan of House of Cards? No, like, but I know I've seen clips of it to know what he yeah. sounds like and all that. So. But he so, had like something else going on with him. No, he was charged with sexual assault. Yeah, right. Being okay. On a child. And his response was to put out a video in his old House of Cards character. So he was really charged weird. with uh, trying to... Uh, Basically, like, uh, like har- sexually harassed. Well, he slept in a bed with a underage. Oh, minor, but th- that's right? not what this this. Oh, I mean, sure. that was yeah, that came out that he slept in a bed with an underage. I that's what this boy. Was. No, this is a different charge. Oh, sorry. So after he after that guy came out with the story, his response, which was so fucked up, was to come out of the closet and be like, "I am a gay man," and like, right. and it was just like. Hey, you can't use like a sexual harassment right. charge as an excuse. Well, like, apparently, you or can. you can't. You can't <laughs> like use your excuse. sexuality to deflect from yeah. you being a fucking rapist. Yes, well, you're, you. not only that, but you're also now tying that to the stigma of gay men exactly. being rapists. Uh-huh. Exactly. exactly, exactly. You're harming the cause, uh, and so. It's the first time gay people ever said, hey, keep it under your hat, buddy, <laughs> to a celebrity. Uh, and the, uh, I don't know if that was the first time, but uh, oh, I was joking. I'm sure Brian Singer, they'd rather not. Oh, is he gay? I don't know. Uh, yeah. He's thought, also accused of like. I know he's accused of that, but I didn't know that like, honestly, I didn't know that outside of that incident. I thought he was. No, he's, a, he was he's an out okay. homosexual. I never knew that. Uh, but uh, so Kevin Spacey had federal indictment charges uh, released against him yes- yesterday? Was it yesterday or two Recently, days ago? Yeah, yeah yesterday, because today's Tuesday. And the charges stem from an incident at a Boston bar where he uh, aggressively flirted with a 16-year-old who was the son of a news anchor mm-hmm. in the a local news anchor, and she was not quiet about it. And Went to the authorities, and now, so this indictment was, was announced, and then that day, he released this video, which I guess is in character as his House of Cards character, which, by the way, was written off the show, yeah, killed, killed off, off the yeah. show, when all of this started coming out, because Netflix wanted nothing to do with this guy. By the way, this incident, by the way, in the bar, it was in the corner next to a slot machine, and it was a guy with a mole sitting oh, there no! uh, playing. And and Kevin Spacey just took a liking to him. Very, very, very Let sad. me just as a ghost that haunts all bar slot machines. <laughs> Anywhere you go. Well, they knew he was coming to Boston that day, so they put in a slot machine for him to sit there and play. I prefer the Kino. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Is there any more snacks or are those done? There's more. I'll go get some. So here's here's the Kevin Spacey. This is, he's cooking for some yeah. reason. He's like in the kitchen. Oh, hello. I know what you want. Oh, wait. Hold oh, on. sure. Let me. Let me. It was a little low. I know what you want. Oh, sure, they may have tried to separate us, but what we have is too strong, it's too powerful. I mean, after all, we shared everything, you and I. I told you my deepest, darkest secrets. I showed you exactly what people are capable of. I shocked you with my honesty, but mostly I challenged you and made you think. And you trusted me. Are you serious? Even though you knew you shouldn't. So we're not done, no matter what anyone says. And besides, I know what you want. You want me back. Of course, some believed everything and had just been waiting with bated breath to hear me confess it all. They're just dying to have me declare that everything said is true and that I got what I deserved. Wouldn't that be easy if it was all so simple? Only you and I both know it's never that simple, not in politics and not in life. But you wouldn't believe the worst without evidence, would you? You wouldn't rush to judgments without facts, would you? Did you? No, not you. You're smarter than that. Anyway, all this presumption made for such an unsatisfying ending. And to think it could have been such a memorable send-off. I mean, if you and I have learned nothing else these past years, it's that in life and art, nothing should be off the table. We weren't afraid, not of what we said, and not of what we did, and we're still not afraid. Do we have to listen to all of this? That's almost done. Because I can promise you. Well, actually, there's another minute. If I didn't pay the price for the things we both know I did do, I mean, uh, I'm certainly not going to pay the price. For I can't believe it's so fucking this weird. A, I can't believe he thought this was a good idea. Like, who, who did he think would watch us and be like, oh, I'm convinced. Yeah, he but makes a good point. We can, of what we, he's in a character. We can't jump to conclusions until we know all the facts. Like it, w- it would be too convenient if all of this was true. Ugh. Like who would think that? He's just a terrible. It's so fucking bizarre. Don't fucking match. Like, is he going to self-produce another season of House of Cards? Like, what's happening? <laughs> what, what's coming? Is he going to defend himself in court as his character? Like, what? That would be great. That would be amazing. I would love that. But at this point, doesn't that seem like it might happen? Like, he's yes. legit out of his fucking mind. This is so fucking weird. Uh, and really, nobody. I haven't in like the last year or two. I haven't heard anybody anybody be like, "Man, I really miss Kevin Spacey." Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, like, I don't think even before this came out, yeah, he was that attached to Kevin Spacey. It's been quite some time since his best work. Yeah, he's a pretty good actor, but geez, I mean, it's like doesn't there's not like a a groundswell of support for yeah. Kevin Spacey. No, <laughs> he could just go. But just like how like narcissist is he? Yeah, disgusting. It's really, uh, it's really fucking weird. Have you ever been around a narcissist, like, in real life? Yes. No comment. <laughs> Wait, is it one of us in this room? What do you think? <laughs> the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> Move the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... There's the fact that he... Like, even if he had done this, like, as himself, it'd be bad enough. Yeah. 
But then he's doing this character from a show. Did he hire a camera crew or did he just like set up a camera and film? It, it looks professionally. Yeah, right. So he hired a crew. Like th- he probably like and everyone he had professional ties with has probably completely disowned him. So yeah. it's not like he could run this by somebody for advice. He yeah, has like nobody. He hired some like porn studio or something. Yeah, <laughs> what? and they like, showed who, up. Who would do it? Who would do this? Like, I mean, I'm sure there's like a million. He hired a 14 year old boy to do it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Extra perks afterward. Mm. <laughs> like, how long did it take him to write that monologue? How many takes do you think it took to get that fucking done? I thought this was an old someone. monologue from the show. No, is it? It's something Let he me. said on the show. I don't think I didn't see that. No. Well, maybe he... I mean, I'm sure he, like, hired someone. I don't know. What, to write that, too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He just wants to be on camera and, like, weird. He doesn't want to do any work. Does that count as an IMDb credit for whoever did that? That's <laughs> <laughs> a good foot in the door. Okay, no. It, it is something that he wrote... Uh, it's not from the show. I, I, mis, I misread earlier. Wow. Yeah. That changes everything. <laughs> He wrote this specifically for this. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to do it in my old character. Ugh. So fucking weird. It's I mean, very... him going in public as his House of Cards character was sad and weird before all the accusations. Oh, did he used to do that? He, I don't remember if it was the Emmys or the Oscars or Golden. One of those award shows. He came out and just delivered the award that he was going to give. In his Frank Underwood character. And he didn't tell anybody he was doing that? or I don't think that was part of the bit. He just came out acting like that guy in that voice. Wow. That's not like a thing that people do at award shows. Like, clearly, no. he just has gone off the deep end with this character. And also, like thinks he probably him. thinks he's doing such a... Um, like, such a big role, like, such an important role that he could do this. Meanwhile, I don't think anybody liked that show after season one. And I didn't even like it. I, I saw, like, half of an episode, and I was like, I can't I can't take this. I, love Ke- I loved Kevin Spacey at that point. Yeah. And still, because it was just, it was like him talking to the camera. It was like The Office. Really? But, like, political intrigue. Mm-hmm. So, like, stuff would happen, and he just, like... It wasn't, but it, the office at least was in the guise of a documentary. This wasn't, so he'd just be like having political like strategy sessions, and then all of a sudden look into the camera and like have side comments. So he's like Mr. Like his, Roper, basically. Yeah, like these maniacal comments <laughs> about, oh, it's all going to plan now. Uh, and I was just like, I can't take this seriously. That, it's fucking ridiculous. That must have added to his narcissism mm-hmm. like so much because he probably felt like he's talking. To like all of his like yeah. fans or whatever, of the show. and that first year got all this like award buzz and people loved the performance. So, oh, really? which is weird. Like he's won in a, doesn't he have an Oscar? Like why would I understand when Jeremy Piven started thinking that he yeah. was his entourage character? Jeremy Piven, nobody ever gave a shit about Jeremy right. Piven before that. Kevin Spacey was like a re- legit super respected actor for like two decades before this. So it, he it would seem that he would be impervious to this kind of. Head up your ass, kind of thing from a little. Would success. it though? Like, I mean, if he yeah. got away with what he was doing for so long, yeah, wouldn't he feel pretty like empowered to do that? But wouldn't he just be empowered to be himself and not some other character? If he was getting away with all this as Kevin Spacey, why would he need to all of a sudden pretend to be some other dude? Maybe that's how he uh, like rationalizes it in his head. It's fucking weird. Don't fucking match. It's all fucking weird. So is there any chance of that other charge coming up to... Uh... Uh, probably. I don't know. 
Or it might have been too long because that was in the late 80s or early 90s. I remember Gawker would have these um, like blind items or something and uh, or like celebrity encounter stories. And one of them was a guy who said he was at a sauna. Uh, a Schwitz. Was it you? Schwitz. Uh, and he went into the steam room and it was just him and Kevin Spacey. And Kevin Spacey was making aggressive overture. Like he started Kevin Spacey, like undid his towel and started jerking himself off. Wow. And then, like, tried to, like, jerk the other guy off. And the guy was like, no, thank you or whatever. And, like, Spacey still, like, uh, pursued him Uh until he had to, like, just force him off of him and, like, leave. Pull a Louis C.K. So I always think back to that and just, like, if he's so brazen to do this in public with a complete stranger, imagine the things he's pulled with, like, you know, coworkers and other actors on set or, or production people who, like, they need this job. You know, like they haven't worked mm-hmm. in months or whatever. And it's like, well, they could either like, you know, just take this har- harassment and really assault uh, or yeah. not be able to pay their rent. And who's going to who are they going to believe? You know? Right. Like yeah. Kevin Spacey or the, the grip electric. Right. Like it's in the studio's best interest to protect Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. and to like make a, an employee who's irrelevant quietly go away. Good point. Although Kevin Spacey, like really. Well, yeah, no. Oh, I mean, it's, today, even, yes, yeah. but back then. Is it Frank Underwood crashes the Tony Awards? Maybe that that's it. it. Uh, I, I don't know that I would have seen the Tony Awards. But maybe he did it more than once. Can you put up my sound? May I have the envelope, please? Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. No, this is okay, Francis no. J. Underwood. Because this is specifically for him to be in character. Okay, He's introduced no. that way. The thing I'm talking about, I'm pretty sure he was introduced as Kevin Spacey. Oh, wait, maybe this? Frank Underwood's Hollywood Dreams. Those were the days, I tell you. Back then, a host was a god. Above the law. Now look at us. A bunch of O'Brien. amateurs hoping to get a selfie with the guys from Duck Dynasty. Okay, stop. 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 This is ridiculous. I don't know. This is also okay. I don't know. We Whatever. Fuck Kevin Spacey. He is. What? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he would enjoy it. Yeah. It's, you don't know. He could be the top. <laughs> Area code 813. Have you ever been harassed by Kevin Spacey? Uh, nope. Okay, good. Goodness. Jealous? What? Hello? 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 Yes. yes. Who is this? Where are you coming? Sorry. Uh, my name's Aaron from Florida. I was just calling to listen because I'm driving home from a Christmas obligation. Oh, how's it going? Aaron from Florida who just called in to listen. Uh, not only are you listening now, you're also participating. It's yeah. very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wonderful. <laughs> what was your Christmas obligation? Uh, I had I had to go to like a family dinner that I didn't want to be a part of. Were there any awkward moments that you would like to speak What's about? What's it like uh, to have a family? Uh, yes, definitely. Have a. Uh... It wasn't really even my family. I have a I have a family friend. It's not obviously not my friend, but a family friend who's like this like late 50s white guy who thinks it's funny to just do off-color humor all the time and say the n-word whenever he feels like it Whoa, wait no. wait all right i need some context for this 
What does this guy think is funny? Like, in what way did he say the N-word? He thinks it's don't funny. Don't say it. Yeah, don't, don't actually just say it. Just say the N-word. Just saying it. Just for shock value? Like, he walks into a room yeah, and just goes, so N-word! Like, he, if he... If he's in a situation, like he'll he'll walk up to you, be like, "Hey, my N-word." Oh, uh, hard like R. Almost sixty, and he has like three kids. Hard R or soft, soft A, or whatever. Uh, a. Oh, okay. okay. Oh well, then slightly. <laughs> and do people play along, or do they tell him but to stop? They. Like thing. I I tell him to stop. Um. Like, I'll be like, no, don't, does, don't do that. And does he give you and, shit? But like I know other people in the family who are just like, oh, that's just him. But does he give you shit back? Like, like you're repressing his right to say things? No, I just work with at-risk African-American youth. Mm-hmm. And he kind of makes fun of me for it. And what? I kind of think he's a piece of shit. So, wow. Geez. Well, good for you that you're doing that. Are they at risk because you bring him around them? <laughs> <laughs> no, he brings Kevin Spacey around. They were totally fine, oh, African-American Jesus. youth, until you brought your neighbor well, over. Called, now they're at risk. <laughs> I've called the show before years ago. It's been a long time since I've been able to call. And when I first, one of the times I called the show, I was listed in the live cast description of the episode as a super fan. <laughs> And you guys asked me what I wanted, like, what I was doing. I was in college at the time, going to school to become a teacher, and now I am a teacher. Right. So, awesome. it's been a long time. Mazel I do vaguely remember that, because I remember Sid, like, giving you shit for wanting a, a low-paying profession. Yeah, because I said intrinsic values are better than extrinsic values, and he was like, well, extrinsic va- or intrinsic values don't pay the fucking bills. It's true. <laughs> I mean, you should you should start a corporation and buy up weed farms. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> teach people how to do that. But, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I I'm super appreciative of you guys, and I'm super happy that you guys are still going strong. I've been listening to you guys since 2011. Nice. So, Listen, you're you gonna know, be retired from time. teaching with yeah. a pension by the time we're or <laughs> or killed in a school shooting. Oh. I mean, it is Florida. Stop. It is possible. We're a vet. Wow. Is that intrinsic or extrinsic? To play into the first story I was saying really quick, that guy that I was just telling you about made a joke. He said, oh, what grade do you teach now? And I told him I teach ninth grade now. And he goes, oh, because I'm a short, like, white guy. He's just like, oh, have you hit on any of them and fucked them yet? Oh, God. They always reveal themselves. Jesus. What a a gross thing. You haven't seen... Are there any redeeming things you could say about this person on Christmas? No. (laughs) Um, he was there for my mom when my grandmother died. Oh, that's nice. And was very nice to her then. Was he trying so. to fuck her? <laughs> no, he's... Why he's, not? He's just a weird man. Because my mom is still married. Listen, he's just fighting for his constitutional white, right as a white man. <laughs> his constitutional white that I think say, you had the first time. To say uh, racial slurs yeah. without repercussions. What a noble, noble job. Right. So what do you teach? What do you teach? Right. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, were you going to say something? I was asking what you, what you were teaching, what subject. 
Oh, I, I teach ninth grade uh, English. Oh, wow. That's a big one, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, at, at an inner city school in uh, Jacksonville. Mm, wow. Good. Teachers yeah. are important. And uh, all of us except Sid appreciate like like how are the youth? (laughs) (laughs) It's not that I don't appreciate. I just want better for him. Somebody needs to do it, but I just want him to not you know struggle for money. What he wants to do? Sure, good for him then. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, like like how are the youth? What are the kids like? Like what is your observation about this this generation coming up? Because like like are are they okay? Are are they? Well, I've taught I've taught in sixth grade. And now I'm in ninth grade, and I've also worked with, like, 12th graders, and I worked, during my schooling, I worked with a lot of younger kids, and the main thing, if I was talking about my ninth graders and high schoolers in general, at least in, like, at-risk areas, a lot of them either are, we need to revolt and be very anti, very teenager like the way that everyone kind of is as a teenager you're very like fuck your parents fuck school fuck whatever but they do it in a way where they don't have any fear so you know how like if your principal were to come down on you for misbehaving you know how there's like maybe when you were in school like one or two badass kids I'd be like man I ain't afraid of him that's like all of them like they don't respond or respect us. Oh no! Without any fear. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's obviously what he said. I see. That other thing. It's like season four but of it's The Wire. So that they don't trust. Like it's a trust thing with them. Right. Well, they've been so let down by authority their whole life. On them and things like they don't trust that you have their best interests. And their right. teachers probably walk into the room and make n-word jokes and. Oh. Uh, yeah. Are, are trying you, to hit on them? Are you like the cool teacher? Like the one? You're like the one white guy. They're like, nah, he all right. I imagine. What? I'm sorry. Basically, yeah. I'm sorry. Am I? Am I? Can we just am, delete because, the last two because, minutes of this show. <laughs> I think this episode is now at risk. Oh no! Like, yeah, I, I, it doesn't bother me at all. I think that more people that ask these styles, like the real questions, I think it's informative because most teachers will just give you some bullshit answer, like, "Oh yeah, my kids are great. I love them." You know, we're working hard, they're growing, da 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 But the reality is, in some of these schools, people don't get the support that they need or get really fucking anything. And then we're told, make this kid be able to read. Yeah, and... And he's 14, and he reads on a second grade level, and they expect you to work a miracle. And then your pay is determined on whether or not you can get them on level. I know that struggle. I've been having that problem with Rob for the last decade. So I know know what you're speaking of. How dare you? <laughs> but like at the same time, my sister was a high school teacher, and she would tell me how like it, with the curriculum you can't ma- you can't like customize classes. You just have to, like go by the book, and people learn in different ways. So if like students are not getting that, yeah, I think I think the big issue is that when you get to the level that I'm at teaching, you start to realize what kids have fallen through the cracks. Like, I have a group of, I think out of, I have 130 kids on my roster. And I think over 75% are below a fourth grade reading level. Oh, Jesus. So sad. This is what I've always complained about, kids falling through cracks. (laughs) I tried to stop it. (laughs) 
didn't work. With their girl guy, girl. <laughs> Very good. So, like, that that is crazy, and that's so sad. And, like, so what do you have to do? Do you basically have to teach fourth grade English? Like, how do you, how do you, or, or do you just kind of, like... Well, that's the thing. You, you can't deviate from what they want you to teach. So you just have to break down what they want you to teach into the smallest possible bites that you can so kids can digest enough to pull some semblance because there are teachers that are like we have to get through the curriculum we're just going to keep going if you don't get it sorry and then there's teachers that will stay and take their time and the kids make gains but then they get negative reviews on their evaluations because they didn't keep pace wow that's so crazy so it's like, are you more are you more into it for the kids, or are you more into it for the money? Wow. Or just and there's like, not just really a lot of job. it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, like the system is kind of designed not in the children's favor. It of seems. course not. And um, like, in your well, opinion, the thing is, you okay. also remember, I'm in I'm in Florida, and Florida is like in the bottom five states for education. Um, and it's mainly because half the state is Republican and old people, and they're not in school, and they don't care about anyone who's in school. So they always cut from education um, in order to beef up, like, Social Security or some other kind of thing. I'm sorry to get political. Oh, yeah. kind of no, no, this is very fascinating. One of the biggest problems in this country overall, not just Florida, is old fucking shitheads uh, yeah. voting to preserve their right. own interests. And with that, like well, you said, because, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask, like, uh, why, why do you think they're the education is so stunted that everyone is like most of those kids are at a fourth grade reading level? Is it just that like they're, you know, the education kind of stops at school and they don't they're not like pushed enough outside of the school to like do their homework or whatever? Or like, where, where do you think where do you think the disconnect is? Or is it just the speed of I the... I think that it's when you get... It starts. It definitely starts at home, where, like, you'll get kids who come into kindergarten that have had... They can't, you know, their letters, numbers, reading, any sort of those things. And they start off being behind an average child. And then when you're in an environment like the one I teach in, and I see where these kids come from, where they have... You know, I've got 14-year-olds working behind, like under in like under the books, trying to just get money because their mom works two jobs for 14 hours a day, and they have to take care of the younger siblings. Like I have a girl who just lost her best friend to suicide, and her mom said, "You can't go to the funeral because I have to work." And she has five siblings that she's the oldest and has to take care of, and she's 14. So there's just not time for these kids that don't have money, who don't have people out there to help them, that can't afford a tutor, whose parents say, I can't sit down and read with you tonight because mommy's got to be up in four hours. Right. Right. You know, and that's not all of them. They're just parents that suck. You know, we know people suck. We know that not all parents are good parents. Yeah. And you kind of, you, you, you can't pick your kids, you can't pick your parents. So it's kind of... It, it, it really is they fall through the cracks. It really is I need to keep pace in first grade and second grade and third grade. And then by the time you get up here, they've just kind of pushed them along because of no child left behind. You can't fail kids anymore. 
Yeah, and it, I think that also plays into their hatred of authority, that they've just been let down by their teachers their entire education, and they're just so behind that it's just like, you know, why am I listening to you? You're not... You're not of help to me. You don't and care they don't, about my needs. It, it, the biggest issue is trust in relationships. If you don't have a relationship with your students, like, they're not going to give a fuck about what you have to say. Right. And, like, they can see through bullshit. The one time you're not there for them, like, the one time you're like, oh, yeah, I'll do that for you, and you don't, they'll fucking hold that forever. Because it's just what they're used to. They're used to people going back on their word. They're used to people abandoning them. They're used to all that shit, and it... It really, it's like, it's hard. And I'm not saying I'm like, it's not, I hope it doesn't come off braggadocious or anything. Because I'm not. I'm just, like, again, I'm just being very transparent. I think you are the, for, for, for doing the furthest yeah, from bragging. Right I haven't now. heard any bragging yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, El Duderino would like to pose a question to you. Have you ever done a cringy rap in front of your students? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or like sat on the chair turn around. A cringy rap song in front of your students to teach them something. Have I ever rapped? Yes. Yeah. With like your cap backwards. No, I I've, I've played a lot of shitty rap. Ah, okay. Like what? Um, uh, Migos is really big with the kids. Oh, I thought you meant you played Cardi your B's shitty really rap big. for them. Yeah, I thought you played your rap. You got you got to. Oh change. no. No, no, no. <laughs> I play like if I get to choose the music. I normally put on something like instrumental or something because I don't want to deal with the kids. Like, even when I play the edited version of songs, they all just say fuck and oh, shit because they just sing along with them. Like, trying to listen to Cardi B in class on edited is still fucking difficult. So I just find, like, beats or anything like those. Do you ever see on YouTube those, like, lo-fi hip-hop beats to study to? Yeah. Like, I'll put those on in the background and stuff. Oh, I'll put cool. those on just to just so that's not like silent. Yeah, and it's helpful. But like, if I let the kids choose the music, as long as it's like edited, like Cardi B, Migos, Drake. You ever try um, uh, Trio Scapes? Xxxtentacion, <laughs> all that shit. Isn't that dead? You ever tried Trio Scapes? No, he's not dead. Xxxtent, isn't he? I oh, thought that guy. Oh. No, I, no, I wish they were dead. I'm talking about the rapper he just mentioned. Oh God. Another question: Do these students ever co- comment on uh, how your feet look, or was that just Jenny that got that? <laughs> I think that's just Jenny. I'm uh, very. That's I, just Jenny I, from the back. I'm very much in like work attire. You know, not I'm wearing flip flops. Like, flip flops. I mean, yeah, it's Florida. Another question for you from the chat: uh, Are you helping Pat O'Brien get his GED? <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous Minds you know, Part I've 2 I've met Pat O'Brien multiple times And he's been like such what? a chill dude <laughs> He's a very wow. nice guy Yeah. Because I, Wait the entertainment tonight well, guy, I'm, right? originally Not from, I'm, I'm originally from Tampa Like my area code is Tampa And there's All the guys at Cannibal live in Tampa So if there was ever like a Just a random death metal show Like you'd run into Corpse Grinder You'd run into Pat or you'd run into my, you'd run into all the guys. Like, they would just be there. They would just hang out at the bar afterwards and drink. All right, last question. Like, I've seen Corrosion of your, or not Corrosion, what's, uh, what's Corpse Grinder's other band? Rob. Oh, uh, isn't it Monstrosity? Or, uh... No, no, or... no, 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 Pat, is it Pat, Pat the Possession or something? I'm way too high right now. What is his other band? The White Stripes? <laughs> He's got another... 
he's got an, he's got another band. Corey Schreiner has another band that he does like a side project, and they play shows in Tampa all the time just for shits and giggles. Fishbone. <laughs> yeah, Pat, you were right. Passive possession. You can you okay, can you yeah, be a new correspondent for uh, actually, metal injection? Since Rob doesn't know anything, <laughs> he does. He's just high right Did now. Did you know quick callback um, before you guys let me go? Because I know you're going too soon. Sure. I'm the kid that worked at the theme park. At the theme park? Uh, oh, that rings a bell. The one that worked at Bush Gardens. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And you guys were asking me questions about theme park. Yeah, I remember. I'm that same kid. And that's and why we're asking I actually ran into Corpse Grinder at a theme park once. Oh, awesome. At my, at my theme park that oh, I worked at. That was family with And him? it was really funny because I was with, I was with, he was pushing a stroller. It was oh. the fucking cutest shit I've ever seen. Okay. Listen, would you try, like to try to answer our uh, question here? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I can't, I didn't hear you. I said, would you like to try to play our game here that we're trying to play? You've been listening for a long time. You Is there... What game? Well, I'll, it's very simple. Uh, I have a clip that I used to play. When someone would be singing badly, like like say we played uh, James Hetfield uh, creaking on stage with his vocals, and I would play a yodeling clip when uh-huh. that would happen. Uh, just very simply, who was the person yodeling in that clip? And I'll play it for you right now. That's enough of that. So that person yodeling in that clip is a very, very famous person. And if you know who it is, you win a prize. Uh, Dolly Parton. Incorrect. Sorry. That was my guess. No, that's not correct. It's Jewel, right? No? Yes, yes, Rob, you win. Oh, whoops. Good like job. You gave Jack away his question. I just, I just assumed since you've, oh my God. Uh, you've, you've played it. Good Damn job, it. Rob. I thought you, you were going to do something involving oh. a number. Okay, give Rob the price. Darren spent 12 days, no, like the 12 days of Christmas working on that question, and you just ruined it Not for him. Not really. Uh, it's I very easy time out. It's just, <laughs> I just assumed since you asked him. He was just happy that he That's knew me. something. Darren, you have to clarify the rules of the game for like the contestant uh, and also for us in the room. The other host. I have a bunch of other stuff. It's okay. Rob, you want to ruin that stuff, too? <laughs> Go ahead and read the list. I'll wait until Rob's here. not uh, baked out of his mind. Dude, can't. Good luck on if I know the answer. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Rob. That's a classic. All right. Was, was there another question from the chat? Was there, uh, two? Was there another one? Oh, no, I don't that's know. it. Um, well, all right. Well, thank, thank you. you so much. That was a, that was a great convo. Just leave him on hold. Can I, can I ask you guys one quick question before you let me go? Uh, how many? No, okay, go ahead. Oh, no. no. <laughs> go ahead. What's the question? I was going to call and do this as a um, voicemail question, but I keep forgetting. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite metal cover? So, like, a metal band who covered a song. Oh, um, I guess... Do we count Nine Inch Nails as a metal band or no? Sure. Then they're uh, too physical. The Adam and the Ants song, Unbroken. I like that would be basically mine. like all of the Bodo okay. covers, the Children of Bodo ones. Um, my favorite cover. I mean, it's kind of old now, but Dimu Borgir covered uh, Twisted oh, yeah. Sisters, Burn in Hell, and I thought that was like. Ooh, also, didn't In Flames cover Depeche Mode? Oh yeah. That also, that would be second for me. 
Dorinsky. I mean, most of my answers are going to be uh, Metallica since mm. they do the best. They do metal covers. Uh, the Prince would probably be my favorite one. Which one? The Prince. Okay. You know that song? No. I'll just play a little bit of it. Yeah. There we go. All right. Thank you for your call. Good luck with your teaching, and avoid uh, any school shootings. Like- Stop. Just don't, don't, don't even put that out there. Noah doesn't want you to avoid them. <laughs> don't tell him what sta- to do. There was a stabbing at my old school, so I've been there, done that. Okay. Wait, you did that? <laughs> do we need to alert the authorities? You just confess? It's a confession. It's going to be like making a murder. No. We just made him a murderer. <laughs> there you go. More like you're going to get me murdered. No, well. Murder. <laughs> All this bad juju. Broadcast curse is coming for me. There's four jujus in this room. Murder! <laughs> Didn't System of Down cover a Wu-Tang song? Yeah, that's, okay. also, that's also a good one. All right, put him back on hold, yes? Okay, yes. Back on hold. Thank you so much. They actually, System did a really good cover of Black Sabbath's Snow Blind. And that, I like it better than Black Sabbath's. Metro? What about their cover? Oh, that is so good, too. Yeah. They do really good covers. That cover of Metro, I love that. I like, um, do you remember the Nativity in Black albums? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like Pantera's Caravan, their version of Caravan. Anthrax did a cover of uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sabbath Bloody Sabbath. Sunday Bloody Sunday is uh, oh. too. Yeah. I also like Typo Negative's Cin- Cinnamon Girl. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a that. great one. one. It's one of their more listenable songs. Cemetery Gates, Pantera, isn't that a cover? It is. I thought. No. I so. No, Planet Caravan is a cover. No, no, no. I thought, isn't like, isn't that like Joy Division or The Cure or something? Really? Let me see. Am I crazy? Cemetery Gates was originally on the Tales from the Crypt movie soundtrack. No, wasn't it The Crow? No, Tales from the Crypt. Mm. A great soundtrack. Doesn't appear to be a, a oh. cover. What am I thinking of? Wow, Sid is wrong about something? Metal, though. Huh. By the way, this is Metallica. Doing that song. The Badge was the song they did for the bro. The Badge? The Badge. Oh, The Badge. What am I thinking of? It was about a vagina. Never mind. I apologize. It'll come to you. Cover of a Diamond Head song. It's also when when bands put out full like cover re- records of just covers. Like there's the odds of them having a great cover <laughs> go up. It's not fair. Some bands like have one or two B sides. Right. Like Metallic Guns and Roses did a whole pretty much album of covers. So like, oh yeah, the, the deck is Pantera stacked. covered Poison Ideas the Badge on the Crow Sound. Oh, okay. That's what you were thinking of. And Nine Inch Nails covered Joy Division's Dead Souls. That's, that's, that's what I, okay. So I just, okay. That's what it was. This riff is so good. I mean, they're like Metallica, early Metallica is basically a diamond head ripoff. Right. But then they were like, oh, we could, uh, yeah, we could go from here and like get even more uh, accessible or appealing to a less discerning ear. There was so what? That's another good Metallica. Yes. One. That one. Anti-Nowhere yeah. League. So fucking what? 
This was my favorite song to play around my parents. Oh, yeah. like, God. Oh, a very good song. Oh, very intelligent. Oh, I see what you're listening to. You, why do you hate us? This is why you have indigestion, Robert. <laughs> Isn't there some, like, off-color reference in this song, though? Like, it's his bag or something? Probably. I'd be surprised if he didn't. Yeah. I know he says cunt, but that's... Yeah. Talking about a man. So the British, yeah, like, the British use of the term, not the... Yeah. Th- that was the lyric. Like uh, that was my- oh, very nice song. You should <laughs> you should do like a clickbaity head- headline of James Hetfield admits to one sucking an old man's cock. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work anymore. Like maybe like two years ago. Oh. What about Jews? Any more requests? Mm. Play that system of a down metro cup. Mm. That's really good. Not the woo? Well, the woo is very... It's just like... It's pretty close to the original. That's a bunch of white guys. And even Wu-Tang is on it. Yeah. (laughs) This was on the Dracula 2000 soundtrack? Oh, God. Wow. Oh, my God. This is a new wave song original, and they like completely mm. system of a down. That's the best way to do a cover. Yeah. Unless you're Alien Ant Farm, then just don't. <laughs> you didn't like that one? No. I feel like that's a like the uh, the the uh, Bad Company cover too. It's like taking out everything that was good about it. Yeah. Soulless copy of the. And also using a previous hit to make yourself more successful as opposed to the other way around, which is always the better kind of cover. My four walls follow me through my past. Let Biscuit with Faith. Is oh, yeah. Else like that. I emerged in London rain and you wake there swimming through apologies. Oh, it was also on the Not Another Teen Movie soundtrack. Wow, all right. It was right before Toxicity came out. I really miss It was probably just like a B-side they had laying around. Yeah. All right, let's just play a little bit of the original. Just Berlin was the person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Rob likes this also. Uh, Yeah? Which do you like I am very, like, New Wave is just like, Industrial, but slightly less dirty. So. Rob, sorry, I I'll put away it. my. I took my Casio out. Mm-hmm. Can you play the song now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
It's, you would never know. Like, I mean, the lyrics, obviously, but besides the lyrics, it sounds the harmony, the, the yeah. dynamic. Just, there's not screaming in this, but... But also the music the is are there. Yeah, way more bass. I'm into it. I like both versions. I like covers when the band, and I think we we definitely talked about this before. But like when the band makes it their own yeah. and puts like their own stamp on it, as opposed to just like like you were saying before that bad company cover. I like it when like a band does a cover of a song I don't know, like yeah. this, and then yeah. I'm like, oh, I like this original. And then too. you explore that artist, yeah. and it leads you down a whole rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah. That's really how I got into Depeche Mode. All of my favorite bands would just do Depeche Mode covers, and I'm like, okay, I, I like, by default, I like this band. No, the thing with that is that in real life, Depeche Mode was probably way more famous than any of the bands that you heard covering them. So you did it in a weird way. Just yeah. In your world, Depeche Mode wasn't as famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I was obviously familiar with the big hits, and to be honest, the big hits are like their least interesting song, I feel. Like, personally. They're also very good, too. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh no! <laughs> God damn it! What did we do oh, to no. you, Darren? No, it's gonna be stuck in my head. Always on the run. I'm gonna be destiny. Just talking to my parents, and all of a sudden, company <laughs> on the rising sun. I was born. They really draining the song. <laughs> Make my final stay <laughs> That's why they call me. Rob's rocking out a little bit. He, he's into it. <laughs> it I is mean, catchy. Yeah, but like I mean, the, the skeleton of the song good. is good. But they didn't do that. Yeah, right. exactly. Till the day I die. <laughs> Just they covered some other song that I just... Well, let's hear that. What is it? Okay. Isn't this also kind of subverting what the song was about? Because I feel like this was an anti-war and anti-violence song originally. Am I right about that? I thought it was. I never paid attention to the lyrics, so I, I really don't know. It's sort of like, sounds like a jaded ex-military mm. person singing okay. and like how that, that it's like ironic uh, violence and bravado machismo. Mm. And then you hear this song. They just not strip the irony away. Right. Yeah. Not only is it like this wall of macho sound, but then also... The video is like planes dropping bombs in Iraq and stuff yeah. like that. It's like they did the opposite, the exact opposite. It's like when people, like right wingers, sing "Imagine," you know, or "Born in the USA." Born in the USA, especially yeah. that one. They always play that during uh, like fireworks shows and stuff. So weird. They they cover. Uh, what do you got there? It says that they cover Offspring, but I'm not sure if it's what? the same what song? song title. What song know, title is it? Gone Away? I, I don't mind that song. It's like an Offspring power ballad. You will in a minute. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Exactly again, Wait, carbon copy. 
Well, yeah, this is exactly. Just you wait till these guitars kick in. <laughs> no. I can't deal. It's so unfair. This is like the same way that the other song started too, where it's just him. Oh yeah, same. Right. So far away. What's the singer's name? Ivan Moody. Where are they from? America. Yeah. Because it sounds like he's singing like English is his second language. Right, like he I doesn't agree. understand the words he's that he's singing. That's why they call me. <laughs> Be funny if every <laughs> cover they do just goes into bad cover. It sounds like it might. <laughs> So far away, totally not Romanian. I think they did it as as like a, a tribute. A tribute, yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh, okay, there's no. <laughs> thankfully, there's no audio. There's no available audio. No, really? Please, hold on. What is it? Black Hole Sun. Black Hole Sun. They did it at Hellfest. You know, a metal band did really good covers. Deftones. Didn't yeah, they, they do like like cover Weezer and stuff. They did really good versions of yeah. like good rock songs. I agree. They do do. They're they do do. They do do. Everybody do do's. It's true. True. Let's see. Nope. Nope. No footage. As if there's a uh, a video here that says seven badass cover songs by Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, oh no! I think maybe I don't it's in there. It. Maybe it's yeah, in yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I want I want to hear these seven covers. Oh, like God. I didn't know they had seven. <laughs> Let's see. Blue on black is one. What's that? Oh, it's Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Really? Mm-hmm. Should I play that? Yes. Okay. A little snippet of this. This is country. Also, I don't know why I know that. You work on a trucker channel. Well, you did at one point. Yeah. Oh. This is enough for that. Gone Away. We just okay. played. Yeah, we got House it. of the Rising Sun. I remember hearing this. Oh, song. yeah, we played. I think we played Should that. Should I play that too? Sure, sure. yeah. It's, it's brutal. <laughs> you know what? I never At least this is different. It's not the. It's not the doors one. God, that's terrible. Oof. Next one is Bad Company. Mama said knock you out. Oh, no. Get out of here. This has to be a joke. Listening to a high school band. Did you say like a monsoon? Like a monsoon. Gorilla. Oh, 
Okay, I can't take any more of this. Alright, you gotta wait till the, till the lyric, till the chorus. I'm embarrassed. And that's why they call me! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got Are there any more? Yeah, yeah, there's two more. Uh, one of them, the video's not available anymore. It's From Out of Nowhere by Faith No More. And the last one was A New Level by Pantera. Want to hear that one? No. Oh, God, yeah. I noticed that, like like you said, every one of these songs is by a band more famous than Yeah. Them. So they're looking just to cash in on this. They'd probably say that they're paying respect to their inspirations and yeah. to their idols, but... Uh-huh, sure. Please. Right, right, right. <laughs> sure. The <laughs> exact same song. Yeah, yeah this exactly. At least the other ones are different, and they were worse, but they were different. Yeah. Well, no, the drums are worse. Yeah, that's this, true. This Fair. sounds definitely worse than the original. Yeah. Fair point. Sure. No, it sounds, but they're not even trying to do anything. Different. Yeah. They just suck more. Oh. oh. No. No. <laughs> yes. More. <laughs> oh, God. Dimebag oh. is rolling over in his grave. And that's oh. why they call me <laughs> a new liver <laughs> of company. This is embarrassing. So I'm cringing. Can we stop? Thankfully, yeah, stop. we're done. I don't think there are anymore anyway. Good. I hope until the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to mention also, uh, this happened earlier while we were on the phone with somebody, but uh, Keep It Wolvesen is in the chat. That's Whoa. awesome. The, the old uh, fan. Long time. Well, he long probably time. is old now. Yeah. Well, he was calling in on a, but our first year, probably. Yeah. So <sighs> welcome back. I guess that's because Keeper Wolfson notes that this is the musical equivalent of my right wing uncle's rants at Christmas dinner. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Dusty Roads for Head. I know it's Farhead, but I probably <laughs> say Dusty Roads for Head says, Sid, this is directed at Sid. Uh-oh. Did you watch Mike Judge's new series? The Cinemax one? Like it's an animated Tales from the Tour, but no, I don't have Cinemax. So if that's oh, what I he see. means, no. But. My wife has my been. Wife. My wife and some of her friends have been on a King of the Hill kick recently, oh. and one of her friends was over the other day, and they were watching it. Still, don't find that show funny at all. I love it. Bores the fuck out of me. I, I, I try. I don't know. It's I just, should watch it because there's a lot of them that I haven't seen, and it's recently. all on Hulu now. Oh yeah, all of it. All of it. Wow. I should watch the ones I haven't seen. It's just. It reminds me. It looks and sort of sounds like Beavis and Butthead, but just doesn't hit me the same way. I just, I'm just left wanting to watch Beavis and Butthead instead. It's just a very different. Even yeah. though the animation is the same and the voices are the same, but it's just a different it's, show. It's very. Yeah, different it's a pacing. kinder, gentler. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it's kinder and it's like it's less harsh, but I feel like it's more biting a satire. I would say. I, it just never. I don't know. Just never. I, I've. I watched it when it first came out, and then I stopped. And then I've watched the occasional episodes lately because of my wife. And I it just, I don't know. It just doesn't do anything for me. It's subtler than yeah. Gibson Butthead, for sure. Like Silicon Valley. 
Yeah. The last season was sort of. Weird. I feel Silicon Valley has kind of run its course. They yeah, need to wrap it up. Yeah, I think they are. Uh, I wanted to. We have a voicemail or two, and I believe an email. We're going to get to those in a minute. I really, since it is the Christmas episode, I do want to quickly play this, this clip of Trump oh yesterday. This guy. It, like he has to be on the spectrum, right? Like, uh-huh. like he, I don't know he's if a that's fi- what you would call it, but I don't know. I, I, just, I, I, so I just feel like that's insulting no... to people actually on the spectrum. You're right. right? You're right. <laughs> I know just, what you're getting at. Like he There's has no. Sa- yeah, he has no. Like he can't talk to children. Like he uh, yeah. can't fake it. I think it's just a product of. Well, you want to play what you're playing? Okay, first let, let's just do it. So. A tradition of the president of the United States, which mm-hmm. Trump is so great at fucking up all of these. There's actual audio of this? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. That's why. That's why I, I thought wanted... some reporter just tweeted what no, he said. No, it's like a big PR thing where I believe the night before Christmas, the president and the first lady take calls from little kids across the country. And so here is. What a... if they, they change it up this Hello? year? And they... Hello? Hello? And they went on Chatterbait. <laughs> oh, I would be into that. Isn't that how they met? <laughs> Probably. The old tradition is boring. This year, we are going to have the very great and talented Kevin Spacey take calls oh, from children. Oh, my God. In character. <laughs> For he I would think, love to take I, calls from children. I was going to say, we're not taking phone calls. Get in the webcam. I want a Chatterbait, baby. Yeah. Kevin Spacey apparently not available. Ian Watkins will be taking calls. <laughs> The media does not like him, but I hear people saying all the time he's great. People love him. Many people are saying the man in war bassist is a wonderful person oh. despite the child pornography charges. Can we get Alex Skolnick? He's not doing anything. <laughs> I mean, please. He sounds like he'd be a good Fed chair. <laughs> get Mnuchin out of here. <laughs> all right, here's this Never clip. like that guy. Here's a clip of... Donald Trump talking to a seven-year-old child. Baby. Got it. <laughs> seven-year-old baby. <laughs> All right, here's the clip. Hello? Is this Colin? Well, Merry Christmas. How are you? How are you doing? How old are you, Colin? Colin? Seven. Wow, that's pretty good, right? First of all, you just said seven. That's pretty good, right? What? You're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Your name is Goldman. I know a great guy with that name. Goldman Sachs. Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Great person. <laughs> Your name is Goldman. I have a great Goldman. Steve. He makes all the great gold in my house. <laughs> yes. He does uh, He does my taxes. Oh, good job. What are you going to do for Christmas? Melania is also on the Hello, phone. good evening. Hello. Hello. Not fresh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Good. You just have a good time. Are you still a believer in Santa? Are you still a believer in Santa? Like, Not look, me. I'm seven years old, but if someone asks me, like, well, what do you mean by that? You know? Yeah. Right. Like, what? He's about, to, he's about to, like, break the news to this. Your parents this is, still this lying is, to you. Oh. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Fake. Wrong. Because at seven, it's marginal, right? 
because it's seven, it's marginal, right? Like, what? <laughs> what? Well, well, first of all, like, as a seven-year-old, how is he supposed to understand what that means? As a 35-year-old, I barely understand what that means. It doesn't mean anything. Like, what is, is he saying? Like, at seven, you're on the margins of if you yeah. should believe in Santa or not. Well, they're no, they're about to reveal it to you. I it's marginal. Santa yeah. is marginal. At seven, it's marginal, oh. right, is what he said? What? The weirdest. Any more of this? I love that even the camera guy. That was the camera guy. He couldn't. Yeah, is this like a hidden recording? This is this is the NBC feed. This is a professional cameraman who who had to bust out laughing at how ridiculous our fucking president is. What did the kid do? Cried. I don't know. He was on the curled into a ball and died. Um, and then, then this morning, you know, because the government is shut down right now. Right. Well, let's say the the rich people, uh, the, the poor people part of the government is shut down. Right. Which means, yeah, like all of these government workers who live paycheck to paycheck, basically, are not getting paid. It's so fucked up. At Christmas time. Because our big baby of a president needs billions of dollars for an inefficient wall. And uh, then... I sent it to myself. So there's this interview that he gave today where he's just, well, I'm just going to play it. Well, can we just also say that an an efficient wall would not be good either? Well, yeah, like (laughs) I'm, I am, yeah, I'm completely against the wall. I let everyone in. I I, I say that we just shouldn't have borders to begin with. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, we're a long way from But yeah, no, there should be an efficient. 90 seconds. Bitch. Oh, hey. So the wall goes up. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Just saying the fact that it's inefficient is like the 23rd thing wrong with it. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. But uh, go ahead. You got some uh, yeah, so I'm going to play this clip. So this is him today. <laughs> Christmas Day. Radio. Okay. Uh, okay, so this is him today on Christmas uh, speaking to reporters from his Oval Office. That child has been fired. <laughs> There's a little music bed under it. It's a disgrace what's happening in our country. But other than that, I wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. <laughs> well, listen. Gotta say the negative and the positive. <laughs> what a hopeful Wait, message from our real? president. Yeah. Yes. I, that I wasn't the whole music. thing. That, that was the whole thing. Long... That was the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone on. put the music yeah. to it, yeah. though. Oh, That's not, okay. They I didn't that have was, music on it. I thought that was like the holiday greeting from the White House that they put out. <laughs> Well, that's I've that, out, that's sorry. what the the Twitter media. Here's the whole clip in, in context. He's talking about something else, and then he goes. Man, he's talking about the shutdown as a disgrace. It's a disgrace what's happening in our country. Oh, it's the whole, it's but the other same than point. that, I wish everybody a very merry Christmas. Yeah, sad, slightly disingenuous editing, I would say. Uh, I'm trying to. Okay, I think this is the dedicated. Whole. Stay out until you get the funding for the wall. These federal workers want the wall. Take Comey. Everybody hated Comey. They thought he did a horrible job. Take Comey, please. The Democrats hated him. An icebreaker, <laughs> the likes of which nobody's seen before. The bad part is the price, but it's uh, very expensive. It's like uh, the border wall. We still need a wall, and that's for the Coast Guard. So that's a little Christmas present. We'll call it a Christmas present to the Coast Guard. It's a disgrace what's happening. In our country. Okay, this is another edit, but still beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I guess. By the way, the the tradition of talking to the child every yeah. year. There's also the Democratic response. 
<laughs> where Chuck Schumer found a oh, nine-year-old, no. and he promised to give him $3.5 billion for the wall, but not a penny more. That's it. <laughs> no more. Hardline negotiator. <laughs> the kid just had his finger in his nose, just sitting there like, okay, we'll give you 30% of the money. You drive a hard bargain. Okay, I think I found the context of the clip now. Everybody hated Comey. They thought he did a horrible job. The Democrats hated him. They were calling for his resignation. They were calling for his firing, including Schumer, including Nancy Pelosi. It's true. Until I fired him. And once I fired him, everybody said, oh, why did you fire him? Why did you fire him? Take a look at some of these people. <laughs> this is what we're doing now. This Can I just say this Take doesn't help you? This, this, like, that doesn't help you, Trump. That there are assholes. You saying that other people are assholes doesn't make you less of an yeah. asshole. We agree. I completely agree with everything you said. You're still an asshole. Yeah. You're a hypocrite now on top of being an asshole because you think that just by saying someone else is shitty that that reflects well on you. It doesn't. Well, with all that said. Literally, the day before I fired him, they were saying he should be fired. As soon as I fired him, they said, oh, what did you fire him for? That was a terrible thing to do. It's a disgrace what's happening in our country. But other than that, I wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. Thank hey, you very much. I think even the context makes it yeah. funnier that he just goes off on, yeah. a, on a two-minute rant yeah. about how he hates everyone. But anyway, <laughs> Other than Kermy, everyone have a Merry Christmas. And the Jews. And the Muslims. Some of them are very fine people. All right. Here's a voicemail we got from Kyle. Oh. You can send us a voicemail using the SpeakPipe app or uh, the SpeakPipe widget on every episode page. Just go to metalinjection.net slash livecast from your computer or smartphone. You could use the widget there. Or... You could email us if you don't want to talk. Hate mail and metalinjection.net is the email. You could also uh, record a voice memo with your phone and email the voice memo to hate mail. We'll take your feedback any way you want to give it. Reach out to Noah on Bumble. <laughs> here's, here's Kyle. Is your uh, public uh, profile available? I haven't signed off of it, so yes, it's still there. Yeah. But only yeah. for livecast fans to give you show comments. Or private livecast Bumble. <laughs> well, they have like groups. I'm not paying for like the ex the premium, so well, there's premium. <laughs> yeah, of course. Where you can see who oh, likes you, like who swipes right on you or left. I don't What's know. What's yeah, the good one? Yeah. I don't even. Anyway, here's the Kyle. Hey, livecast. This is Kyle. I just wanted to share one of my favorite memories to continue from last week. Um, the episode where Carol from South Carolina oh, called no. in. And you guys played Medicine Man over and over and over again. Uh, that was pretty funny. But then later, while you were doing Thrasher to Trash It, um, Barfarella called in, and Darren started playing some puking sounds that uh, you don't normally hear on the show. And it oh. just now had me like laughing to tears. And uh, that's just like one of the many hundreds of moments that have had me laughing out loud. So just wanted to be one of the many to thank you guys for the 10 years of comedy. And uh, I love you guys. And he has one more. Also, is Noah's new boyfriend Justin Foley? No. Justin Foley? The answer is no. Who's Justin Foley again? He's from the Austerity program. He sat in on the show with oh, Matt. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, He brought yeah, the yeah, spicy yeah. honey that time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he's like in a relationship, isn't he? He's married, yeah. yeah. He has a kid. Nope. Ah. All right. Well, this was a lovely show. Do we have an email? 
We don't. I misremembered. Oh, okay. The email is from last week. Shame on you. <sighs> Fine. Well, we didn't have time for an email anyway, so. <laughs> we are running way over. Oh, it's that's Christmas. okay. Yeah. I, I just said we were running way over. I didn't say it's a um, bad thing. Christmas. I just want to say it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's a Christmas remember, episode. Keep remember Christmas the time. reason for the season. <laughs> Commercialism. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like what? I have to say, this has been the, like, Christmas just came and went this year for me. Like, it's felt the least holiday. Like, it's just like you know why? going through the motions for me. It, like, does, it didn't overlap with Hanukkah. I feel like it's way more amplified when the two holidays, like, blend in together. Doesn't that hardly ever happen? It happened last year and the yeah. year before. No, two years in a row, really? I think so. I thought it's, like, it happens once every seven years or something like that. Oh, I could be wrong. I definitely was last year. I remember. I think, like in February, it depends, like how the pay is cast the shadow. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be six more weeks of Hanukkah. (laughs) Gal Chag Day. Oh Oh dear! Just picture that poor groundhog with a lemon in its hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My hands are tiny. I can't even hold this Just thing. Asking other groundhogs if they're Jewish. <laughs> and I gotta hold this wheat stick. What is this? I tell you, groundhogs shouldn't be Jewish. <laughs> Forgive me, Hashem, for saying this. <laughs> <laughs> the one good thing is we could hide in the ground, and then the Nazis didn't find us. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> It was very hard. Interconnected series of tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I have something to play. If, if you, Do you? If, Please. If you, By all means. I'm going to play. Uh, this is from uh, SNL from about 10 years ago. Okay. It wasn't It wasn't a five-finger death punch. Right? It was that would be my only objection. Yeah. It was when uh, Ivan Moody hosted, though. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll be back next week on New Year's Day. And I think we're also going to do it a little earlier. I haven't, we haven't decided we'll on the time. Know. So uh, check out our social media for that. Uh, And we'll see you then. Have a good rest of 2018. Bye. On Christmas Eve, the Gentiles gather round the Christmas tree. They stay at home and party with their Goyesha family. They disappear one day each year and pass the eggnog round. But it's all right, because that's the night. The Jews control the town. Well, it happens every year on Christmas Eve. All the happy Christian people take their leave. Yeah, the streets are deserted and there's big news. It's Christmas time for the Jews. Yeah, the holiday party's for about 60 years. Ain't nobody recreated
dancing in. 